we we have to make sure that when we are taking the word of God uh, as a medicine to 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 heal our body, we we need to find scripture that's going to address the situation that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then we take that scripture and then we personalize it and we, we, we meditate on it and meditate on it. And this is why I say all the time, just reading the scriptures once and thinking that it's going to do something or it's going to cause a manifestation in our body is not really being very uh, 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 wise as it relates to scriptural or spiritual things. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Healing School. Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll go ahead and get started. Amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you this morning in the name of Jesus. Now, you sent your word to heal, to set free, to deliver yes, yes, and we praise you for it. So today, we receive your word into our hearts today. Mm. In the name of Jesus, I yes. decree and declare Something good is going to happen to this class today. And we praise you. Thank you for it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. All right. Let me share this with you starting off this morning. And I want you to pay attention to words. Okay? Mm -hmm. This is so vitally uh important. Now in Proverbs it says for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, and that's Proverbs twenty three and seven, your outer world is a direct of your inner world. Every choice that you have is a result of a thought. And all the things that are in your mind mm. They are from a thought. Okay? Yes. Now, here's what you want to do. Hmm. See, as a man or a woman, think it where in their heart. What Mm -hmm. you think Mm -hmm. is going to affect you. Yeah. Inward and what you get on the inside of you is going to show up in your outer life. Okay? Yeah. So what you want to do is make sure you want to make it a habit to examine uh, what your thoughts are chasing after. Okay. You want to do what? You want to make it a habit to examine what your thoughts are chasing after. Hmm. See, the Bible says, so in faith, come it by what? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Now, if you want the faith of God, you got to hear the word of God. <laughs> if you want the sickness and disease and the destruction of the devil, just keep listening to him and hear what he says. And I guarantee you, you will stay sick even to the point of unto death. Mm. And that is not what you want. No. We know that's not what you want. That's not even what God has for you. Are Amen. you following what I'm saying to you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
That's not what God has for you. Child of God, oh my Lord, is such a, a beautiful life that God has given you. But you are the one who is responsible for making the best of it. This is what the scripture says, my people perish for a life of knowledge. Yeah. See, they're staying sick because of what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Every circumstance of life is a result of a choice. And every choice is a result of a thought. And all these things, folks, that fill your mind hold the key to your reality. All these things. So these these confessions that the prophet are giving us, let them fill your mind and go down in your heart. Meditate on them and watch what begin to happen. Okay? Yeah. All right, prophet. Take it away. Amen. Praise God. Well, uh, our topic again. Good morning again, everyone. And uh, we are so happy and glad that you have joined us this morning. We're excited about what God is doing. <clears throat> We've been talking about returning God's word to him. We started this back in July. We had a few uh, sessions we missed. But we're picking it right back up where we left off. We started out uh, talking about we must return God's word to him. Yes. Today we're going to start part two. And our subtopic is heart and blood. Heart <laughs> and blood. We gave a lot of scriptures last week. And from the day we started, we've been giving uh, several scriptures. We hope you've been making uh we encourage you, rather, to make a notebook of your healing scriptures. And as you need them, uh, you can just go back into that healing scripture, into that healing um, uh, notebook that you've developed, and go over your healing scriptures as needed. This is part two, and our foundation scripture is coming from Isaiah 55. And 11. In the King James, it says, very familiar scripture, we all know it. So shall my word be that goeth mm -hmm. forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. That's what yes. we're talking about this morning. Returning God's word to him. Mm -hmm. You know, God declares that his word will not return to him void. So we are to return his word by giving voice to it. That's how we return his word. By, first of all, understanding what scriptures we need to deal with or to stand on our particular situation and then you know many times we do a lot of silent reading and that's fine but when we 
are in need of healing, whatever the need is. <laughs> you might need salvation, you might need deliverance, you might need healing, you might need new jobs, you, whatever it is. Deliverance yeah. from uh, satanic occult activities, whatever the need is, this is the cure. We must verbalize. We must vo voice it. Voice those words. Repeat it. Give it back to him. And that's what we're talking about. Amen? Amen. And as we give God back his word, <clears throat> as we return his word by giving voice to it, we can also uh, expect that he will create the fruit of our lips. That's right. That's his part. And that's why, you know, it's one thing to say I'm reading, and we a lot of time we read that way. We're not making a sound. We're just, you know, looking at the words with our eyes and reading it silently. But that is not what we need to be doing here. That's right. We need to give God back his word, return it to him by giving voice. Now, we don't have to yell and scream and make a big commotion. He hears a whisper as well as to hear a normal voice. As we tell the kids in school, use your outdoor voice, Johnny. Use your indoor voice, Johnny. Well, God wants us to use those voices to return his word back to him. That's and right. his part is he will create the fruit of our lips. <clears throat> Confession brings possession. I'm going to say that again. Confession brings possession. Yes. So confess. We must confess these scriptures audibly. When we're starting out, let's do it three times a day. Don't let it become a hit and miss proposition. But make it a practice, amen, to take God's medicine on a regular basis, just as you would any other medication prescribed by your doctor. And when right. we do that, it will be life and it will be health to your flesh. Amen? Amen. So our, yeah, our, our instruction says, you know, anytime we get a prescription, that prescription is going to have instructions on the bottle. Well, here are the instructions for the healing that we need. Amen? These words that we're going to discuss today are to be taken or spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. Now I'm going to say that again. They are to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. Now what does that mean? Well, you don't have to be persuaded anymore. You see, because when I listen to some of you speaking, it's almost as if you're doubting that you will be healed. It's almost like you, you're not persuaded yet that you are healed. When you say things like, well, I, you know, I'm working on it. I'm trying to do this. No, child of God, change that. That mm -hmm. is not the confession that you need to be making. What, what I can determine 
from that is that your faith has not come in full circle yet. You see, that's why we say to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. See, when faith comes, someone asks you how you're doing, you're going to say, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm healed. I'm on top and rising. And I thank God for everything that he's done. That's what you're going to sound like. Now, is that what you're experiencing in your flesh? Maybe not. Maybe not. But that is the way you should sound all the time. That's what you should be saying all the time, regardless to what you're feeling. Are you getting that? As my father in the gospel used to say all the time to us, he said, I've never had a headache in 20 years. Yeah. He said, but if I did have a headache, I wouldn't tell you. That's what he said. And and when he made those confessions, made those comments to us, I kept on it until I figured out, you know, until I found out what he was talking. Why was he speaking that way? And as we sat in that class, day after day, hearing what he had to say about that, we got a good understanding that you don't voice sickness and disease. You don't voice that. Because mm-hmm. to voice that is to cause it to manifest more. It's to gotcha. cause it to stay in place. Yeah. It's to cause it to make the word of God of non-effect. That's right. You can't say in the morning that I'm healed and then at 12 o'clock or noon while well, I'm trying to make it. Or, uh, you know, I'm working on. No, you're not working on anything. God is the one that's working on it. He's the one that's taking the words of your mouth and developing them. He's going to re, he's going to create the fruits of your lips. He's the one that's working on what you have said. So stay positive. Stay focused on the confessions that you make. Never, once you've taken a faith stand, never go back to, let me take a, a look and see if it's working attitude. Mm-hmm. You see? So to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. When your faith comes, I will know it. We will know it. That's right. God will know it because your, 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 your response will be very positive. Satan won't know whether he's listening to you or Jesus. And that's That's your goal right there. That's your goal. You don't want him to know who he's listening to. You want him to think he's listening to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus was very positive. He he said, I know. I know what I'm going to do. And you need to know what you're going to do too. So to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. When your faith comes, you're going to be so persuaded that you are healed. People are going to know it because you're going to keep saying it. Absolutely. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm set free. I'm, I'm on top and rising. I never felt better in my life. Listen, that's the way you're going to sound. So three times a day until you start talking like that. That's what that means when it says your faith comes. And then it goes on to say, then once a day, after faith has come, now you, you can go down to taking it once a day. 
to what? Maintain your faith. Yeah. I'm going to keep going over this, highlighting it until we all get it. Once a day to maintain our faith. And then it goes on, it closes by saying, if the circumstances grow worse, double the dosage. There are no side effects. That's right. Amen? What does that mean, double the dosage? Well, we were speaking three times a day, so start speaking six times a day if you have to. I promise you, faith will come. God cannot lie. (laughs) He said, my word will not return unto me void, and it will not return unto you void. But it shall accomplish. It shall prosper in the thing where you send it. So, guys, we have to stay focused on that. So, what we did last Saturday, we're going to do the same thing today. What did we do? We read the scriptures. The first scripture we want to look at this morning in our topic, under our topic of heart and blood, is Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 14. Yes. We're going to read our scripture, and then we're going to take make our gospel, S-T-I-L, gospel confession. So we read the scripture and we take the pills, we make the faith confession, the gospel confession based on that scripture. Amen. And that word is going to go out and accomplish according to the scriptures in in, in Isaiah 55. It's going to accomplish what we send it to do. It shall prosper. Let's see what we're sending this one this morning. Let's look at this. Are you ready? Look at it. Have you got your Bible? I pray God you have your Bible with you this morning. Look at Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 14. Because to come to healing school without our words, it's like going on a job and leaving all your your computers and everything at home. What are we going to get accomplished? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Going in the office and the computer is at home. What are we going to accomplish? Nothing. So we cannot go one day without having our word with us. Some of us have it in our phones. Wherever you have it, make sure we have it available at all times. So Proverbs 12 and 14 says, and we're reading the King James, a man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of a man's hands shall be rendered unto him. Let's Mm -hmm. read it one more time. One more time. A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. Remember, God is going to create the fruits of your lips. And that's what he's saying. A man shall be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of a man's hand shall be rendered unto him. Amen? That's good. That's good. Let's take take one more scripture. And then we're going to make a fake confession based on these two scriptures, these two verses. Stay in Proverbs. You're right there in 
Proverbs 12. Now go to Proverbs chapter 14. Proverbs chapter 14 in the King James, and we're going to look at verse 30. Praise God. We just looked at Proverbs 12 and 14. Now we're looking at Proverbs 14 and 30. Are you there? Amen. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Oh, my God. Say it again. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy, oh, my God, the rottenness of the bones. Wow. Look at that word. Praise God. Look at that word. Are you lo- are you looking at it? Sure you are. See, the word of God is so clear and so plain to us. We we have to make sure that when we are taking the word of God uh, as a medicine to 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 heal our bodies, we we need to find scripture that's going to address the situation that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then we take that scripture and then we personalize it and we, we, we meditate on it and meditate on it. And this is why I say all the time, just reading the scriptures once and thinking that it's going to do something or it's going to cause a manifestation in our bodies is not really being very, uh, 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 wise as it relates to scriptural or uh, spiritual things. It's it's That's not uh, a good foundation for us to to uh, create or even to imagine that we can create by saying, okay, I can speak this one time and then everything I'm believing God for is manifesting. No, it doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. And this is why God said, He said to Timothy. Paul said to Timothy, study, come on, to show yourself what approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, watch this, rightfully dividing the word of truth. That's right. And then over in Joshua, we read Joshua 8, this book of the law, come on, shall not Mm. depart out of your mouth, but you shall what? Meditate Meditate. in it. Meditate in it what? Day, day and, night. and night. Day and night. This book of the law. And that's why our instructions, it says three times a day. So when we read these scriptures, what are we doing? We're, we're, our goal is to get that down on the inside of us, just like we talked about last Saturday. When a doctor gives you an, gives you a uh, prescription and you have it filled, you take it to your pharmacy and have it filled. You, you must take it to, to the pharmacy and have it, have it filled in order to get it on the inside of your body. Because if you never get that prescription filled, if you take that prescription and just put it in your wallet or in your billfold or in your purse or on the shelf at home or on the nightstand or stick it in your Bible or in your glove compartment like some of us do and forget that it's there, will you ever get that medication in your body? 
Of course not. That's you right. must take it to the pharmacy and have the pharmacy fill that prescription. Then we can go and get a glass of juice or water and we take it as the instructions as the doctor has prescribed written on the bottle. Take one pill twice a day, one in, in, before uh, breakfast and one at bedtime, before meals. And we mm -hmm. do that. We read that instructions, we read it carefully, and we take one at breakfast and we take one uh, before, you know, dinner or lunch, or whatever the prescription might say, but always take it with a meal. We are careful to do that. And then we take that medication, we get the water, the juice, whatever. We put it in our mouth and we swallow it. But child of God, to just read the scripture one time and say, okay, well, I've got it. It should be working now. You see how that sounds? How ridiculous we are being when we think like that? Mm -hmm. No. No. We must give God the same opportunities and the same uh, attention we give the doctor and the natural pills that he prescribed for us. That's right. Three That's times right. a day. And don't get upset. Oh, God, we got to keep saying this over and over. <laughs> God knows what he's doing. He's got to get this down on the inside of you. Because let me tell you something, right. child of God. Healing, just like sickness, starts on the inside. When you see whatever it is start forming on the outside of your body, that's because it has already started. That came from the inside. Something is wrong on the inside, and now we see it manifesting on the outside. And so we need to get God's medicine down on the inside, and it will start working on whatever the problem is. That's right. But it's not very logical of us to think just because we quote the scriptures once, well, now, you know, I'm in faith about it. No, when you're in faith about it, you're not going to have any doubt. Listen, the Bible says when we are in faith, we enter into rest. Yes. When we are in faith yes. about something, we have no fret about. Apostle, don't let me keep talking. You need to come in when you're ready. We let, have, let me come in on, on that right there. Come on. Come on. Child of God, it is, see, the Bible says, so then faith cometh by hearing. So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, listen, taking control of your thoughts will cause your life to change. Taking control over your thoughts. Remember, how do you take a thought? The Bible tells you by saying, by saying. So you want to say it and say it and say it and say it some more and say it some more. What are you doing? You are building an image on the inside of you. That's going to change what you are going through. What you see, what you are feeling, is going to change it. What is it going to change it to? What you've been saying. Amen. That's what's going to happen. See, so then faith cometh by 
hearing and hearing by the word of God. You, you must speak it and speak it and speak it and speak it some more and then speak it over and over some more. That's what the woman who had the issue of blood, that's what she did. The Bible said, for she kept saying, she kept saying, if I could just touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. What was she doing? She was destroying that worse, that grow worse image on the inside of her. That, that issue of blood, she was destroying it. See, that thing been there for 12 years. It had built up a stronghold and it was holding her captive. But she knew it needed to be destroyed. It had to be destroyed. Amen. And the Bible says she kept saying, and she kept saying, that's Mark chapter 5 and verse 28. She had to destroy it. Same thing with you. You have to destroy that image. How are you going to do it? By speaking the word. All right. Amen. That's so true, Apostle. By speaking the word. We're taking our time uh, going over these lessons. Uh, we may sound, I hope you don't think that we're looking down at you like if you're kindergarten students or anything like that. No. We're, we're, we're making sure that you get this. That you have a good working knowledge of it. So when we leave this healing school call, conference call, whatever we want to call it, when we leave the classroom, we are able to go back into our own environment and work mm -hmm. it. Yes. Not only work it for yourselves, that's the first step. We want to see it work for you. But then we would like to see you be able to explain this to someone else in your family. Because when you can do that, you got it down pat. That's right. These are life-sustaining lessons that we are going over, that we are discussing, that we are taking our time to just make sure that we have a good working knowledge of it. So we, this is, I mean, this is material that you will use forever and ever and ever. This should never ever be looked on as, well, this session is over. We can put this away. Child of God, I never put my healing scriptures away. Ever. That's right. That's how I know them now. Because I've taken the time to get them on the inside of me. I don't have to carry them around like I did when I began. And I had to do that. I had to carry my notebook around when I wanted to read to get something on the inside of me. I had to open my notebook and I had to read it. But let me tell you something. Over a period of time doing that, and being steadfast, being faithful to do that, what's happening? You're getting that word down on the inside of you to the point where you could just close your eyes and, and quote it. It's going to come up out of your belly. shall flow rivers of living water. Out of your belly, the Bible says, flows rivers of living water. That's the word. You can just close your eyes and 
Thank you, Father. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, well, where he loved us, even when we, and I mean go on and on and on, volumes and volumes just flowing up out of you because you've taken the time to put it in there. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll never get there. Never say never. We take it what? That's one right. day at one day at a time. That's right. One day at a time. Do not be discouraged. Don't take this, you know, don't look at it from the perspective, wow, this is a lot. How will I ever accomplish? No. One day at a time. Yes. Just like we're breaking it down in subtopics. If something's going on with your heart, let's go here. It's in your notebook. Okay, Satan's trying to attack you. Okay, hey, I know what to do. And you get that word, and you meditate that word, and you meditate that word, and you meditate that word, and you speak that word, and then you make your faith confession. And now God will create the fruits of your lips, and whatever he was trying to do, whatever attack he has inflicted or imposed upon you, guess what? Now you will see that situation turn around. Let's make our faith confession based on those two scriptures we looked at. We looked at Proverbs 12 and 14, and then we looked at Proverbs 14 and 30. Listen to Mm -hmm. the faith confession. Thank you, Father, that I have a strong heart. My heart beats with the rhythm of life. My blood flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health abundantly. Did you get mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Now, where did I, where did we get that from? We got that from the scriptures that we read. Amen. We, Amen. that's where we got it from. A man shall be satisfied with the good, uh, with good by the fruit of his mouth. And then we looked at a sound heart is the life of the flesh. So here we go. Thank you, Father. I have a strong heart. My heart beats with the rhythm of life. What am I saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be satisfied with good with the fruits of my mouth. I'm going to be satisfied with that. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Father. I have a strong heart. My heart beats with the rhythm of life. My blood flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health abundantly. Praise God. A sound heart. That's what the scripture says. That's right. A sound heart is the life of the flesh. Well, if Satan's trying to inflict something and pose something upon my heart that I know God did not put there, well, I'm not going to walk around saying, well, you know, I have a weak heart and I was born with this and I have this going on and blood's not flowing right to my heart. No, stop that. God didn't do that. No. If it didn't come from God, don't let it come from your lips. I'm going to say that again. If it did not come from God, don't let it come from your lips. You have to change these things. You change it with the words of your mouth. He will create. I'll say it again. God will create. If there's a problem, God will create the answer. He will create it based on the seed that you are, 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 are depositing from your lips. He will create it. But let's focus on making sure that we are speaking the word of God. One more time. Thank you, Father, that I have a strong heart. 
My heart beats with the rhythm of life. My blood flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health abundantly. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's take another scripture. Let's take another scripture. Let's look at another very familiar scripture. We're going to look at Mark 11. We know very well that verse, but he wants us to revisit that. Amen? Every day, he wants us to look at it. Mark 11 and 23. <clears throat> My father in the gospel quoted that scripture so much. He said people thought he invented it. They thought he wrote it. He thought he was the yeah. author of it. Sure did. Mark eleven twenty three. 23. For verily I say unto you. Now who is the you? That's me. That's me and that's you. That whosoever, see, I'm a whosoever and so are you. That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he, which he say, which you say, shall come to pass, he shall, you shall have whatsoever mm-hmm. you say. You see, this is mm-hmm. why we say to you, he's saying you're going to have whatever you're saying, but watch, just listen to yourself. Well, how are you feeling today, uh, Carolyn? Well, you know, um, I have this, you know, these pains in my back, and I don't know whether it's my kidneys. I don't know what it is, but that's what's going on with me today. Well, watch this now. Here we go. According to the word of God, you shall be satisfied with those words that just came out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Carolyn is about to have exactly what she just said. That's right. You see, what Carolyn should have done, look at the first part of that scripture. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. You see, what is the mountain? The mountain is the area of sickness. The mountain is the area of pain. The mountain is the area of affliction. So you don't just tell people that that mountain is there. And that's what we do a lot of times. And and not not that we're, we're trying to hold on to it, but we're unaware of how to deal with it. We're not equipped to deal with it. I knew I wasn't. I can only use myself. I can only tell you where I was. I had never been trained. I had never been taught to speak to a mountain. Whoever heard of such a thing speaking to mountains? Well, when you when you get over into spiritual things like where we are, because sickness is spiritual. I'm going to say it again. Sickness is spiritual. That's right. And so when we start getting into spiritual things, yes, we are to speak to those mountains. So instead of telling someone the mountain is there, because that's going to cause it to stay there. No, before you do that, you tell that mountain what well, thus said the Lord. God said, tell that mountain to be removed. Be cast into the sea. And have no doubt in your heart when you do it. The reality of this scripture and, and understood it for himself 
he just looked around. He said, you know, because he had never been trained to do anything like that. Been in church all his life. Never heard anybody tell him to speak to a mountain. He said he was afraid to do it. He got way out by himself out in the, in the you know, where no one lived. And, and, and looked around feeling very, un, you know, uneasy about that. Speaking to Lamar, he said, man, I've never heard anything like this before. Most, mm-hmm. of, Most of us had not. And he began mm-hmm. to do it. He began to do it. And do it until he got fight. And that sickness, he was on the bed of affliction. He was paralyzed when he first started doing it from his waist down. And he waited till everybody was from around him. And then he started doing this and speaking to that that mountain of, of paralysis and a deformed heart. And he said, this is the scripture that got him off the bed of affliction. Yes. Hello? Hello? Right. Are you listening? That's right. And it'll do the same for you. Yes. But he said, when the pastors came to visit him, you know, they came with, well, my boy, it'll all be over after a while. He said he just wanted to ask them about Mark eleven twenty three. If it is this, is this true? Is this for real? He sent for mm-hmm. his pastor. His pastor didn't come. His grandmother sent for, for her pastor, and her pastor didn't come. And finally, somebody came, and when he came, he came with that voice. Well, my boy, you know, it'll all be over after a while. What would you like us to play? What kind of music you want us to play at your funeral? Hmm. Hmm. He yeah. said, now that's a sad situation to be in. But then he began to talk to God. He said, it's true. If you mean what you say, that I could speak to this mountain and tell it to be removed, and be cast into the sea and and and, and then I'll have what I say. He said, Well, I I'm gonna believe this scripture and he said he even told God now if you lied about it, you know, I'm gonna tell everybody I know that you lied. And then he said, But you know what I know? God never lies. That's why That's right. I stepped out in faith and I began to speak to this heart condition. I began to speak to the paralysis. And I said now in the name of the Lord Jesus, according to Mark eleven twenty three, I can speak to you and tell you to be removed, and you have to obey me. Now, heart uh, deformity and paralysis, move now in Jesus' name. And then he just laid there waiting for something to happen, like most of us do. Yeah. Now, here's a paralyzed man. Are you listening to me? Can't get out of bed. He's been bed fast for 17 months. Haven't moved. His mom is bathing him and feeding him right there in that bed. And he just laid there waiting for something to happen like most of us do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a couple of days later, he said he heard a voice. said, now, what would you do if you were healed? What would a healed person be doing? He heard that voice speaking within him. He said, and he said, yeah. to, he, he answered the voice. He said, well, I'll be up. I'll probably be at the breakfast table with my family in there. He said, the voice said, well, get up and go to the breakfast table then. Uh, oh, you're listening to me. That's right. You, you know, every battle is won or lost in the arena of our minds. 
And this is the reason why Satan wants to fight you on the level of your mind. Because your life is going to go in the direction on your most dominant thinking. Wherever you are thinking the most at, that's where your feet is going to go. <coughs> Do you see what I'm saying to you? That's where you're going to end up. That's going to be the reality of your life. But it does not have to end that way. This is why Psalms 107 and verse 20 say, He sent His word and healed us and delivered us. I'm telling you, <clears throat> these confessions are so powerful. They are life-changing. But you can't change your life until you change your thoughts. Okay. No, you have to take the pills. Yes. You have to take Absolutely. the pills. And these are the pills. Now, he had been taking the pills and taking the pills, taking Mark eleven twenty three. He found this in the word by himself. He found it and he decided to believe it. Like the scripture says, don't doubt in your heart. So he decided he wasn't going to doubt. Now, when the voice said, what would he be doing if he was a healed man? He said, I'd be at the breakfast table. So he said, he heard the spirit of God say, well, then go to the breakfast table. Get up and go to the breakfast table. You know what he did? Paralyzed. He threw himself on the floor. Straight out the bed. He just threw his feet, threw his legs on the floor, and he went down to the floor, and he began to pull himself up on the bedpost, he said. Now, this mm -hmm. man hadn't felt nothing in his body. He had felt nothing for 17 months. You could stick him with a pen, and he wouldn't feel a thing. That's right. But here he was, down on the floor, pulling himself up to his feet by the bedpost, and he said he began to feel something like needles sticking in his legs. You know that feeling when life is coming back. You you know that feeling. He said there's so many of them. He said it hurt so bad, but he, it felt so good because he'd never felt anything. Well, I'm not going to go through all of that. But when he acted on Mark 11:23 is when he was totally healed. His healing manifested, rather. He was healed before that. But it didn't manifest until he actually what? Acted upon the scriptures. And it yes. won't help you or I either until we act upon these verses that we're talking about. And what are we saying? Take them three times a day until faith comes. And when faith comes, take it once a day to maintain. But you must act on the word of God, child of God. You must get these gospel pills down on the inside of you. To cause that whatever Satan has afflicted your body with, to cause it to drive it out of there. That's good. Praise God. When, when you say speak to the mountain, the mountain is the problem. We go and speak to Facebook. We go and speak to uh, 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 the neighbors. We go and speak to the coworkers. And I'm not doubting, I'm not saying that you shouldn't share and ask people to pray with you, but you know my feelings on that. You know how what we think about that. Make sure you get in someone that know the word to pray with you. You don't get anybody to pray with you because people don't know the scriptures and they'll pray things on you that shouldn't be prayed over you. You don't want anybody to pray for you 
for your healing, and then they're going to say, if it be your will. Mm-hmm. That person does not know the will of God. It is God's will to heal with you. That's right. So we don't need to ask God what is his will, where your healing is concerned. This is his will right here, Mark eleven twenty three. 23. So get the word in you, down in you, and then do the word. So what are you doing with Mark 11? You are going to speak to the mountain. Let's make our faith confession based on Mark 11. Let's take that pill right now. Are you ready? Praise God. We just read the scriptures. But let's make a fake confession based on what we just read. Amen. Here we go. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. Mm-hmm. The life of God flows in my blood and cleanses my arteries of all matter that does not pertain to life. I'll read it again. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. The life of God flows in my blood, cleansing mm-hmm. my arteries. And it cleanses my arteries of all matter that does not pertain to life. You see it? We spoke yeah. to, you spoke to your blood pressure just now. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. But we, but what do we do? Well, you know, my pressure is up this morning. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was about, you know, 150. Uh, you know, or over 90 or over 100. Child of God, once we learn to do better, we do better. Instead of us speaking to the mountain, we're speaking of the mountain. We're, we're glorifying it. We're giving it, we're giving attention to it. We're calling, instead of calling things that be not, the Bible says, God called those things that be not as though they're. Right? That's what he does. So he's yeah. calling your blood pressure normal because it's not normal right now, but he's calling it normal as if it mm-hmm. already was. That's right. You see, my blood pressure is 120 over 8. The life of God is flowing in my bloodstream, cleansing my arteries of all matter that does not pertain to life and godliness. That's right. Praise God. That is right. Are you getting it? Amen. My heart beat is normal. My heart beats with the rhythm of life, carrying the life of God throughout my body, restoring life and health abundantly. Those are fake confessions that we make. That's right. And, and you see, these, again, these fake confessions, as you've been saying, it is God's medicine. It is, Apostle, and that's what I've been saying all along. You know, I made the comparison. You go to the doctor and you get the prescription, and that's the physical medicine. But the spiritual medicine is the Word of God. I can't stress it enough. And we must take the 
spiritual medication just like we take in the natural. We have no problems with getting a bottle of pills from the pharmacy and taking one or two or three every time or every day. We don't have a problem with that. You see people carry, ladies carry those, those capsules, those bottles of medication in their purse. If they're going out to eat or whatever and they have to take that three times a day, they'll take it before they leave home and you might see them out for lunch and they're going to open their purse and take that medication before they eat. You know, either. But when it comes down to spiritual things and God said, take it three times a day, what are we getting upset about? You out to lunch? Well, take that scripture before you sit there and eat. And that's why we want you to get it inside of you so you don't have to carry it written down. But if you do, it's nothing wrong with that either. Open your tablet, open your notebook, open your phone, wherever you've written it, and make that fake confession. Tell yes. whoever you with, excuse me, while I take my medication. Ah, I have to take this before I eat. Excuse me, let me take my medication. And then you sit there. Father, thank you. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. The life of God flows in my blood and cleanses my arteries of all matter that does not pertain to life. I thank you, Father. I'm speaking to the mountains, and I'm telling the mountains of high blood pressure to be removed and cast into the sea. I have no doubt in my heart, Father. I believe, thank you, that what I've just said, the faith confession I just made, it is coming to pass, and I have whatever I say. I say my blood pressure is 120 over 80. I say the life of God is flowing in my bloodstream. I say it's cleansing my arteries of all matter that does not pertain to life. Hello, and I'm done. I just took my medication. That's right. Yes. We have to become accustomed to doing that. You, you have, you have no idea how much you will, this will fall right into place for you as you make it a daily routine. And some of us, it happens so quickly when we go back to the doctors, the doctors examine us and they say, wait a minute, you know, you may, I, I see something changing in your blood. I see something changing here. Let's hold up on this physical medication. Let's hold up on the medication for a while. I see a change. The doctor doesn't have a clue. But it's the word of God that's changing, that's causing these things to matter, the, these uh, situations to change mm-hmm. and to, to mm-hmm. be dissolved and to be rooted up and to be cast out. It's the word of God getting in there. That's right. And he is creating the fruits of your lips. Are you getting it, child of God? I pray, God, that you are. Amen. I, I that's think right. that's probably where we need to stop for today, Apostle. We don't, are we close to where we need to open the lines now? Yes. Okay. Amen. That's good. 